Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. I'm glad we're here today, and we had a little hiccup yesterday, so it's no time like Wednesday, so we've done this before. And uh, Lisa and I, we're here, and we have Linda, our special guest. So Lisa and uh, Linda, we're going to talk about uh, you are a healer and a teacher, and I know, Linda, I'm excited about having you here, and I know you're going to teach us three strategies that we can use to heal ourselves, and I'm super excited about that. So um, I I think right before I was asking you a question um, about uh, healing healing our, uh, our, you know, is it only physical bodies or is it emotional, mental? so you were getting ready to answer that, so I just I interrupted you. So please, can, if it's okay with you, Lisa, it's okay she answers that and and uh, yeah, oh gosh. we'd love yes. to go ahead. Well, you know, I like to um, to refer to Einstein, who said, "If you can't explain it simply, you really don't understand it," and that goes for <laughs> anything. It, war, if you can't explain it simply, you really don't understand it. Disease, if you can't explain it simply, you really don't. Healing, if you can't explain it simply, you really don't understand it. And as humans, we tend to make things very complicated. It's almost like we respect it more the more complicated it is. Physics, if you can't explain it simply, you really don't understand it. And I love what Einstein said. He said, he said that quote, actually, in talking about the example was he has to be able to explain physics to his grandmother in simple terms. Otherwise, he really doesn't understand it. So mm-hmm. when I heard that, that sounded like such a bit of wisdom to me. Yes, everything is really simple, but we tend to make it complicated and you know, intricate and confusing when everything can be broken down into simplicity. And, you know, that I think that's beautiful. On the one hand, it's a dichotomy because it's no matter what dis-ease you're dealing with, it seems like it's just so overwhelming and there's so much to know and scientific terms and how the body works. And But in reality... There's a simple approach to healing because there's a simple approach to everything, every problem. If we just put ourselves in the proper state of mind to receive the simplicity. So I am going to share with you guys some three basic tips uh, for healing. And, of course, it's going to be very simple. And again, we tend not to put too much validity to something that's simple. So you want to release that notion that it's got to be complicated. There's some sort of secret or magic or, you know, scientific intricate answer to it. There isn't. Wow. Probably the most difficult thing is for each of us to get ourselves to sit still and not be interrupted so that you can focus on what it is you need to do. So I hope that wasn't too much of a drawn-out answer. <laughs> no, no, it, it was good. Thank you so much. So, like, three three tips that, that you have that we can, we can do for our own self-healing. Does that mean if it's a common cold or 
uh, a disease, right? Um, does it matter what it is? or the, No, the, it doesn't matter what it is. And it, it can be, this is applicable to anything that you wish to uh, experience, that you wish to have, that you wish to do, um, that you wish to be. It's very simple. And the first thing is, first of all, if you want to be well, you want to believe that you can be well. You know, there's a, we've all heard the saying, as ye believe, so shall it be done unto you. This is wisdom that is contained in every holy book, every religion throughout the world. This is ancient wisdom. And basically it's going to, going back to how you think and feel and science actually proves this. Thought plus emotion equals manifestation. And actually in ancient Egypt, they used to call this magic. So they had a formula for magic, which was, or let's say a protocol in modern terms. The protocol for magic is thought plus emotion, meaning you must feel what it is that you wish to experience. You must feel it. And even uh, there's something called the Isaiah effect that Greg Braden talks about. And there's a, in, in, in Israel, there's an, a scroll, and they made a building around this Isaiah scroll. And the Isaiah effect is just that, that if you think of something that you wish, let's say health and well-being, and you feel, you get this feeling. Think back in time to a day, an experience where you felt so good, you were so happy that day. Embody that feeling in the, in the now. Embody that feeling and then couple it with your thought of wholeness, wellness, perfection. That will equal manifestation. The long you... You can do that on a regular basis. Go into your mind's eye, see yourself healthy, well. Take actions that equate with health. So the first step is belief. You want to believe this is possible. If you don't believe it's possible, it's going to be very difficult to experience the outcome you want. So belief is a key ingredient here. Hey, Linda, if I can jump in just, sure, if I can jump in just real, real quick. So a couple things, you know, listening to what you're saying, I mean, makes complete sense to me. And there's two points that I just want to like comment on. So when you're talking about, when you're talking about, you know, what you believe and having the faith, it's kind of like also the law of attraction. So you've got your manifestation. Exactly. But I, mm-hmm. I think there's also a, an aspect of law of attraction involved as well. And so the law of attraction in general terms is you attract what you give out. So if you're giving out positive energy, you're giving out healthy energy, you're going to receive positive energy and healthy energy. So that was one. That's um, beautiful. That's exactly correct. That's another, that's the meaning behind cast your bread upon the waters and it will return yes. to you. Okay. 
Exactly. So your bread, exactly. your bread is what you make. You make something with your thought and your feeling. So yes. if you embody the, the thought and feeling or the law of attraction and manifestation, you're thinking and feeling it, you're going to attract its complement. And it will, yes. you know, cast your bread on the water and it will ret- come, come to you, be returned to you. So, yes, indeed, Thank that's you know. exactly what we're talking about. Right. There's many, I, it's packaged I, in many different ways, which I think helps us. It is. To, which is a good thing because you've got options. You know, there's not like one cookie cutter, you know, viewpoint or one cookie cutter process in the whole manifestation and law of attraction um, feeling or experience. And, you know, I, I read recently that there is scientific proof that what your mind thinks is what your body receives. And I thought that was so magnificent when I heard that and read it. I thought this so it just goes hand in hand to what you're saying. And Absolutely. I, I also it's, that's the scientific uh, tenet: uh, mind over matter. Yes, your cells Absolutely. are matter, and your consciousness using the mind is master of the body because every right. single cell has its own consciousness, and it listens to your main thoughts and feelings and the directive that you're giving out, whether consciously or unconsciously. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh, so true. And then the other point that I just wanted to comment on is when you were talking about, you know, healing yourself and, um, you know, like things that happen in your life and what you have to do from your mind and how it affects your body. Have you or maybe you're familiar with the book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay? Yes, indeed, yep. Mm-hmm. That, that Great book, book to me, excellent book. And I know Tari and I have, you know, touched on that, that book a couple times during our shows. And I just thought it was, it just goes hand in hand with everything that you are saying thus far in mind, body, spirit. I I find so fascinating and so intriguing that it's personally helped me in so many facets of my life. So I I find so Mm -hmm. much comfort to hear, you know, your experience and your take on mind, body, spirit. They all just go hand in hand. Oh, absolutely. And to tell you or share a story with you, um, I had a nosebleed out of nowhere. This is, you know, 20, uh, 30 years ago. I had a nosebleed come out of, out of nowhere. And so I went to Louise's book and it said crying for recognition. And I thought, that's, I'm not crying for recognition. No, I, I, that's not true. I, but I was smart enough to continue to think about it. I didn't just dismiss it, even though I initially said, no, that's not true. I'm not crying for recognition well after I you know put the book away because I had her book I was thinking about it throughout the day and then it dawned on me oh I want this particular fellow to notice me Mm -hmm. that's what it is it's that's what it is yeah I want this particular fellow to notice me I well I'm not getting a nosebleed over anybody and that was the end of the nosebleed once I realized it I said to myself well 
you know, if 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 uh, he's not noticing me, if I'm not of interest to him, okay, you know, his loss, whatever we say to make ourselves feel good, you know, on right. to the next person. And that was the end of the nosebleed. And because oh. I believe there was wisdom contained in her book, I didn't allow myself to write it off and never think of it again. I said to myself, I need to look deeper. I need to see where am I looking for recognition. And I found it. And I think that a lot of people will just write it off and not think of it again. So they're missing the wisdom that they could get from having an open mind and searching deeper. True. Very true. Yep. I, I, I got a question so. for you, Lisa. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I apologize, Lisa. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go, no, oh, no, you're fine. I was just saying I think that's key that, you know, you have to be open to receive the messages that God and the angels and the universe in general are giving us. And yes. I, I, know, I know for myself, you know, I've had to take a step back and say, okay, hold on here a second. Why am I feeling a specific pain or why am I feeling a specific emotion? And when I think about, you know, everything that's happening in my life, I now can attribute it to those certain experiences. And what I know to be true, I have to validate and move on accordingly, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, what you're talking about is so important, to stop and go within, go deep within. And for many people, it's a scary thing to do because there's things about ourselves we don't like and so we don't face. And it's okay. Everybody has said something, done something that they wish they hadn't said or done. Everybody, mm-hmm. you know, we're, all, we're here to learn. So there's a lot of garbage in the past, but it's time to clean out the closet, pull the weeds out of our garden, and take steps forward to improve. Exactly. Listen, I've got I've got a question here. Okay, Um, so uh, Linda, my there's a client that's on here, and uh, well, actually a couple of them that you know because they're listening to it live, but. what about when you're you're one of them is really trying to heal an illness? I know myself that I am in the process of healing my diabetes, T one D type one diabetes, and I'm saying that I've not said that out loud. I really have not. I did a couple of videos about it, but that's what I'm doing. I've been able to reduce my insulin, and the, one of these clients here uh, has a problem with depression. And, uh, and, and, uh, so when you, when you, sometimes I was able to reduce my insulin a couple more units a day. So when you reduce, like, do you ever, when you, when you lose, you drop the ball a little bit, okay, and lose a little bit of faith, um, or you, like, you start doubting something, uh, have you ever had that happen? Or have you known one of your clients to have that happen? And this lady with depression, uh, I got a man on here with depression as well. In uh, type two diabetes, I have type one. So, what is the thought with that? When you when you drop the ball, and you say, "Okay, this is never going to happen," um, do you lose everything that you've gained so far, or do you just have a all oh, day? Oh no, no, no! It, it, everything in in nature and the universe goes in cycles. So there's a period of growth, growth, growth. If you think of a spiral, this is important. It's kind of 
if everybody could visualize an upward going spiral. So there's a circle and it goes back on itself, then it goes up again, and then there's a circle and it goes back on itself and it goes up. Can you see that? A spiral? Right. How it goes up? Well, that, that's, how, that's how nature grows. That's how everything grows. So we have a period of time where we're feeling good, we're doing good, then we hit the high point, and it seems as if we're going backwards. We have this low in energy, we have some negative thinking, and then we judge ourselves and, you know, think, oh, we lost what we've gained. But the next thing, nature pushes, see, we're, the universe is so amazing and it loves us so much, and if we, we've lost touch with the fact that this is how nature operates. We are being literally carried along. And if you decide to be on the path to, to heal yourself, to improve yourself, to be the best rendition of yourself that you can be, the best person you can be, you're, you're working on yourself. Okay? So everybody's right. working on themselves. If they're listening to this, pod, this podcast, they're working on themselves. So it goes in a spiral. So you have a period of waxing and you have a period of waning. And that's how nature is. Nature blooms. It comes to its peak and then it starts to go down and the leaves fall and then it's dormant and then it starts blooming again. And each year it's bigger and better. And the same thing happens with us. We're improving little by little, but we spend a little too much time judging ourselves or putting ourselves down or mistakes that we make, um, we bring up guilt. We need to learn to be gentle with ourselves because the universe is only loving and forgiving and gentle with us. We are the ones who get in our own way. Growth happens naturally. We would like to have a 45-degree spurt straight up, (laughs) but it doesn't happen that way, you know? And you may have a period where you're going straight for a while, and then there's the waning period where you go within and you collect. It seems as things are collapsing around you, basically your attitude, your energy, your thoughts, but it's okay. It's part of the yin-yang. There's a little yin and the yang and a little yang and the yin, and we have to refrain from judging it but understand it's part of the process and see what good is going to come of it. Expect the good. Believe that everything is here for you. As a matter of fact, there's a great quote. um, uh, At the moment of commitment, the entire universe conspires to assist you. So at the moment you commit to, I'm going to change my life, I'm going to improve my health, and you start moving in that direction. The beauty is, is that that energy is every day is cumulative. Whatever you, energy you built to go in that direction, you do not lose it. You may think you're losing it when you have an off day, but if that energy is there within you, and you can call upon it. You can call upon it by the the second we talked about the three tips to, for healing. Belief is the first one. The second one is to get still, to be still, to get quiet. To When you do that, you can close out the outer world. Just close it out. It'll be there when you come back. 
take your energy within. Go within your being. If the kingdom of heaven is within you, that is where the power lies. The point of power is always in the present moment. So whatever moment you decide to be still and know the truth, the body has a tremendous ability to heal it itself. And it doesn't yes. matter what dis-ease you, you think you have, okay, or they, or they tell you that you have. The body's always, no matter how old you are, and I'll share, I'll share a, a study that was done on the uh, 80 to 90-year-olds had severe osteoporosis and osteopenia. And they were in this study for a couple of weeks. I think it was three weeks. And they, they couldn't eat. They eliminated some, you know, basically sugar from the diet. And they had them doing yoga and meditation. Well, what, and also some lightweight training. So they eliminated sugar. We're, we're doing yoga, meditation, and light, you know, weight training. And over 80% of the people had a reverse in their condition. Now, these are people wow. who were 80, yeah, 80 and 90 years old. So what does that say? The body has innate ability to heal itself if you give it the condition that it needs. And certainly quiet and peace and grounding is part of that. Then it's going to begin to move in its natural uh, state of homeostasis. So that being still, so, being quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, being still and being quiet. So that's a form of meditation, correct? That's what you're talking about. Sure. I mean, I believe in God absolutely. and meditation and uh, and you know, and I know a reading bio that you were raised. Uh, you were raised with um, with Christian and Jewish Jewish uh, influences there. But did you? Um, did, I was going to ask you: Did you learn how to meditate? Did you learn how to be still uh, from practicing? Because I know you pra- you practice that now. It sounds like it. Um, so, did you learn that when you were a kid? Did you learn that over experience? I, I'm curious about well, how did you was, learn how to do that? I, I was fortunate. Like my my parents really didn't. We didn't have organized religion in the home. Uh, it was being a good person and being a spiritual person. And I did have a lot of Eastern influence because my father was an avid reader and studied all religions. So yes, when we say be still or get quiet, then you, there's meditation, there's prayer, there's contemplation. Right, and okay. those are all different exercises that you can use to ground and center yourself. I mean, you know, we're just talking in a few minutes, and we're the time has flown by. But you know, there's there's more that we could say about these subjects. But I want to be sure that we we get to the third one, which is to see the end result, know your outcome. That's like the alpha and the omega. Alpha is the beginning. Omega is the end. What is the end result? And every school of healing teaches basically the same thing. You know, 
it is said that your imagination is the power of God in you or, you know, the quantum field is the field where all possibility exists. So if you take your mind to the quantum field and you see the, prob- the, the probability or the, you have the vision of you happy, healthy, strong, vital, enjoying life without a care in the world, you, the more you practice seeing that and feeling that thought plus emotion equals manifestation, that was the key to magic in ancient Egypt. And these people have a very high society. And today we are finding that that is in fact how things are created. Wow. Okay. So, Linda, when you I do say have a that, question for you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, please, because I'm asking a lot of questions. I got one more, and because she's got to be off at five thirty. But um, uh, what? Go ahead, Lisa. Please, I don't want to interrupt you. No, no, no. You're fine. No, you're fine. I was just going to ask. You know, when you were talking about like the changes that you know are within. So, what would be your guidelines or what would be your um, suggested protocols, if you will, for those of us, and I include myself, that struggle to find the strength to get to this point? How how do we get to this point to find that um, strength to move forward with that healing process? How do, I, how do you find the strength to move forward? You want to simply make a, make a decision on what you want. Mm-hmm. Do you want A or do you want B? Do you want the happy face or do you want the sad face? Okay. And, you know, there's a great little poem that says, it talks about any moment, any moment, let's see if it can come to me quickly, any moment of, Happiness is a moment, you know, I don't, I don't recall it and I don't want to waste time going through it, but basically is in every moment we, are, we have a certain energetic about us. We want to keep that energetic high. If you notice you're in a sad mood, just hit the delete button and think of something pleasant. Now, mm-hmm. the more you do that, it seems too simple, but believe it or not, the more you turn your mind to something pleasant. And one good thing you can do is go in nature because nature automatically has a way of cleansing the negativity from our aura. Even Very looking true. at a even looking at a picture of nature, they say it has a 30% reduction in stress. They've uh, measured with people who are stressed, looking at a picture of nature reduces people's stress by 30%. So Wow. If you can put yourself in nature, it will help to cleanse your aura, and that will make you feel lighter, and that will enable you to see the outcome you would like to experience. Again, in any moment, become aware of what your energetic is. Are you feeling up or are you feeling down? If you're feeling down, don't get on yourself for it. Okay, the whole world has been programmed in the negative. We have to become aware. Awareness is the key. And then you choose and decide, think about what do I really want? You've got to make that choice for yourself. Everybody has to do it. And then oh, let's feed that choice. Believe in that choice. 
turn your mind to that choice whenever you find yourself experiencing, thinking, feeling the opposite. Hit the delete button. Say, no, I don't want to think that anymore. I don't feel that way anymore. And look to the light. I know we've got about a minute uh, before you have to go, um, Linda. So here's my, my question to you. Instead of seeing your, healing yourself, you already what you're saying is seeing yourself healthy. Right, not going through that healing, seeing yourself healthy. Right, that—that's what you're saying. You told me that the yes. other day. Well, okay. yes, that's what you want to do because the most powerful thing, you know, there's three different ways that we take in nourishment. Everyone, think about your face right now. Point to your mouth. We are all familiar with the mouth, right? We eat with our mouth. Move up right. a couple of inches. You have your nose. We take in oxygen, hydrogen, nitrogen. Move up a few min, in, uh, inches more, you've got your mind, your consciousness. The thoughts we think are powerful foods for our mind. Even the images we take in, we have to watch the, the mental junk food that we consume, whether it be in the form of, you know, neg- reading negative news, watching violent movies, or talking about negative things. That is food for your being, for your spirit. And that's the worst yep. kind of junk food. Yeah, so that's so true. Exactly. And it comes back to that choice. Do you want, okay, again, you've got the happy face or you have the sad face. Which face? What, how do you want your life to be? And then you hit the delete button every time you catch yourself, and you will catch yourself on some sort of a negative tyrant about something, no, I don't want that energy anymore. I understand it feels good to keep thinking these negative things because it's a pattern I'm used to, but I can feel better if I think this, if I look up and see a better day for me ahead. That's so true. And that's how anyone who ever makes a change changes. Little steps taking the light over the darkness. Okay. I like that. Well, Lisa, I mean, Lisa, we're uh, out of time. She's got a, she's got an, another appointment. And uh, so I promised I'd get you off at 530. And I think we're doing that. We're about 30 seconds late. But uh, I hope you don't mind. You've been wonderful. We'd love to have you Not back again. Which, Lisa, would, that'd be good to have her. You know, I so enjoyed want Absolutely, yes. Come back, Linda. I think you are a wealth of information and a wealth of encouragement for all of us that are listening to this podcast because you bring further validation of what we all know. It's just actually doing it. And I think that's the hard part for a lot of us yep. and our listeners is just actually doing it, like looking at ourselves in the mirror and saying, do I really want to look like this? Or do I want to look like that? And, mm-hmm. and I think that if it's a physical image of, like you said, the happy face or the sad face, is it that you want in life? And I truly yes. believe in everything you've said today. Um, Tariya and I have talked about a lot of these issues, you know, on our prior podcast and in private, you know, she and I have talked. So it, it's just, it's been absolutely a blessing to have you share 
your words of wisdom and your words of advice with all of us, including our listeners. So thank you, Linda, so very thank much. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it and, and enjoyed it. So thank you as well. You're wonderful. We appreciate you, and we will have you on again. Thank you so much. And then a couple people tested me. They, we want to come on and ask questions. I'll prepare you for that. They're characters. Okay. So anyway. We, okay. Bye-bye. All right. That's Thank great, you. Linda. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Be Thanks. well. Take care. Blessings, everyone. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.